Hello. Welcome back to Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. If you've forgotten, I'm your host, James, and I'm joined by... Matt. Matt. I'm glad you remembered your name, Matt. I don't remember much else. <laughs> How long has it been? It's been, it's been what? Probably like five weeks. Five? Has it only been five weeks? You're saying only. It's been a long time, Matt. It's been a long time. God, I thought it was eight. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been. It was. It was as the season. Oh, it was the twelfth. It was the twelfth of um, September because that's when the season started, and we did his predictions, and then we went on this little break, we and did. now we're back. So it's been like what five weeks? Yeah, five weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with five weeks. Yeah, right. give or take. I mean, we've missed quite quite a few um, like. Incredible results. There was that that mad weekend last weekend where Liverpool getting spanked by Villa and United getting done over by Tottenham. What what happened? Like I just thoroughly enjoyed Liverpool getting absolutely hung. (laughs) So the the best thing was is that obviously Man City played Leeds and they drew one one and everyone was losing their mind. Like what a result! Like oh that's it. Liverpool's got league this season. All this because Man City have not started great. And that turns out, that 1-1 turns out to be quite a good result, given the circumstances of everyone else. Because yeah, no. <laughs> 7-2, fair enough, six of those seven goals were practically a deflection. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it still went down as 7-2. Like, what? Brilliant. So good. Ridiculous. And then Spurs, Man United, like Mourinho will just be loving that. Every second of uh, it. His first time back at Old Trafford, and he put six past them. And phew, yeah, loving it. It'd be an understatement, mate. Filth. And then, if we go back even further before that, mm-hmm. we had um, Leicester put five past Man City. Yeah. Like it's it's weird. It's all weird. It is. It's a very weird season. Um, I'm pretty sure Chelsea have conceded three every time they've played this season. So. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a weird season, like. Uh, it's, but, def- it's definitely different. Like, it's different. I think it's the fans. Yeah. It's the... I generally think players are playing with less pressure on them now, more relaxed. So the attacking is more fluent. More people are trying taking to that more. extra risk. Yeah, but with defense. They're not getting the backing from the fans, like shouting at people, keeping keeping them switched on at the same yeah. time. So I think it's double edged. I think it's a boost for the attack, and it's actually mm-hmm. a negative for defenders that there's no crowd there. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to That's that. How I see it. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with it because the well, I don't I don't know what Liverpool are going to do going forwards because I mean Van Dijk's out now, but we'll we'll get onto <laughs> that shortly because <laughs> because we have got a couple of big. Big things to go through, so let's let's just okay. quickly move on into those. Oh, I've missed that so much, you know. And when I fall asleep at night, that's what puts me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was there's two sort of big things that's happened. I know there's been all sorts that's happened whilst we've been gone, but the more relevant things for us to give our opinion on that's happened yeah. is project big picture being the first thing 
Um, so just a quick brief overview. Do you know much about this, Matt, or are you, are you sort of learning on the go? Um, I know little bits, but definitely no expert. Yeah, I'm sort of the same. Um, so just as a bit of background for everyone listening, um, me and Matt basically have had nothing to do with football in these five weeks. <laughs> it's not It's not been the case of we've not done the podcast because we've not had time. It's been the case of we've barely anything. watched any football because it's just been a lot of work and, and et cetera. Um, so... Yeah, bear with us if we're a bit rusty at <laughs> this. Um, but there's a, the whole project big picture. So just to quickly go through what it what it entails. Is that the right word? Entails. Yeah, entails a good yeah. word choice there. Yeah, thank that. you, thank it's you. Been, been a while, but I'm still, I've still got the word choices. Uh, <laughs> so it, the mate. Premier League, this is what Liverpool and Man United suggested to... Like, they, they proposed this... this project big picture and this is what it is so the premier league would be cut from 20 to 18 clubs with the championship league one and league two each retaining the 24 teams that they have Uh, the bottom two teams in the premier league would be relegated automatically so that would be 17th and 18th place then the 16th place team would join the championship playoffs so there'd only be three championship playoff places Mm. And then the the 16th place Premier League team would join into that to fight for their place in Premier League. It would mean the League Cup and Community Shield would be scrapped. They would not be a thing anymore. It would just be League and FA Cup and then obviously European Cups. Um, The the so-called Big Six plus the three longest serving clubs, which are Everton, Southampton and West Ham, get, this this is just ludicrous, they get given special power over rule changes, broadcasting rights, and even club takeovers. So it had to be a majority vote of six out of the nine. So even if Everton, Southampton, and West Ham didn't agree with the decision, it wouldn't matter. As long as all the big six agreed with each other, Mm. it would be fine. And the the decision would go or not go, however, whichever whichever way they wanted to do it. Can you imagine, though, like... um... Let's say, for example, go back to new, like, the Newcastle takeover right now. Top yeah. six won't want Newcastle to get taken over because it'd be a threat to the exactly. top six. So they'll say, exactly. no, so is... no clubs will ever get taken over. Exactly. This is the point that I was making. It prevents progression. So like, let's say Wolves, for example. I know Wolves have got some decent money in them, but let's say someone else came in for Wolves. Right? They're already on the brink. Like they're, they're knocking on that door. If they got someone else coming with even more money to progress that club to the likes of Man City level, they would all say no. Especially teams like Arsenal, Spurs, some even Chelsea and Man United. Like you know that are yeah, that are trying to recover that yeah. stature. Like it's it would prevent clubs from being able to progress to do like what a Man City did, and. And like you know, like invest that money and and bleed into the team and get get quality players into that squad. I'm not saying Wolves have not got quality players. Don't get me wrong, but it prevents that. And like exactly what you've just read. So I'm glad you actually brought that up because that is something that I wanted to bring up in the fact that it would stop anyone trying to break into that top six and they just basically get voted out of it, yep. which is just it's a power play. Yeah, exactly. What it like. Is. This this is our league. You you follow our command. Yeah. Like and it is it's just ridiculous. But thankfully, with that being the brief overview, it was denied by the Premier League and the UK government 
so it's not going to go ahead, like, thankfully. But I just wanted to get your opinion on it and the fact that you immediately said about the, like, the Newcastle takeover being an example and that they could just reject it. That 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 was like my biggest thing. Not too not too bad about the League Cup or Community Shield or anything like that. Um, and the the clubs being able to vote is just it's not right. Like no, um, well no, there's no. I see what they're saying about the four hundred fifty mil to support lower league clubs, but oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah. you did, but it's fine. I'm here. <laughs> that that oh. is literally the, the only good thing about it, though. It it getting rid of all them things raises. Four hundred and fifty million pounds to support yeah, lower I, league I think clubs. how that actually was working. I think that was taken from future money that they would be getting from the Premier League, anyways. So I think it was more of an advance. I thought it was because there were two less teams to pay in the league yeah. and the cup money, because obviously the League Cup. Fair enough, you get the prize money for winning the cup, but it's spread across the rounds, isn't it? Yeah. So if you, if let's say Port Vale get to quarterfinals, they'll get a lump of money for each round they get through. Yeah, I know it's yeah, not as yeah. much as like what clubs need, but um, when you build it all up, it's quite. A bit. I think it's about a million altogether, isn't it? Yeah, there's spread across there's, the, there's the not season. Lot, there's not a lot of money in the league cup. Nah, and don't get me wrong, but I thought the Community Shield was a charity raised event, as in like the the yeah. money goes to a charity. Mm. Am I am I right in thinking that, or is yeah, that wrong? I'm sure it used to be known as a charity shield, but I think. It might have changed. If they're saying yeah. if it frees up giving money to other people by scrapping it. True, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh well that's that's a bit more dodgy than I thought. Um but yeah that that that's that's Project Big Picture. What a load of shit. <laughs> yep. Basically. Load of poo. Uh pay per view games was the other uh... one. So this just sort of slid in uh nowhere, like God knows. It just sort of became a thing. It was never really discussed or anything like that. I know there was a thing a few, quite a bit back about, um, I think we called it Premflix. Yeah, I remember. Where it was like a Netflix sort of Premier League streaming service where you paid a subscription yeah. and you got the games, which yeah. for me is perfect. Like That's everyone's ideal scenario. But now we've got pay-per-view games. So Sky Sports box office, BT Sport box office, Fourteen ninety-five for each game that was not set to broadcast. Stupid. Like, unless, the... unless, like, I thought about this. I think there's one way they could have done this was actually quite fair and would actually benefit. Well, let's, for example, you take 20, 20 Premier League clubs mm-hmm. have, one, have one of their games a season, well, this season, to be pay-per-view or something like that, but all the money goes straight into the lower league clubs. Like, if you pick a Man United game, which is going to get, God, I don't know how many people would pay to watch Man United play from their fans well, for £40.95, but all that money would go to from Championship, well, League One below and sort out all the financial issues that all these other clubs are doing right now. But I believe all the money is just going back to the Premier League clubs. It's it's basically going to broadcasters, isn't it? Yeah. And then it, it funds the, the broadcasting rights for the league. Um, but one thing that I've seen on Twitter is that a lot of people are boycotting it, like a lot, like it's a really big thing at the minute. People are hating it, which is understandable. Uh, but what a lot of Man United and Newcastle fans did is they donated £14.95 to charity um, instead of paying for the game yeah. and said, like, 
I'm not giving my money to you. I'm going to give it to something that actually matters. Yeah, absolutely. Which is going to a charity to do work for COVID, etc. All, all different things. Yeah. Um, or even donating it to a club. You know, like a lower league football club. So it that's goes directly what, to that's them. That's what I would have done. Yeah, like directly to that club. You know where your money's gone. It's not going into the hands of the, all these massive corporates like Sky Sports, BT Sports yeah. and all this. And we're not essentially we're getting the piss taken out of us because we can't go watch the games. Like nope. I, if they, if they said you can go watch the games, which obviously I know because of COVID, it's a bit impossible to do that right now. But if they said, go watch the games, if you can't make it to the game, pay for this, yeah. you can watch it fourteen ninety five for the game. If you can't or don't want to go to the game, say for example, tickets are sold out or because you're, you don't want to be in that scenario because of COVID. You've got yeah. the option to to pay to watch that match live. Um, that should be how it is. Yeah. Not the games aren't due to broadcast because that's no one's fault. Yeah, no. All the three o'clock games, fair enough. Put put maybe a price on them. The ones that weren't due to broadcast in that sense. Yeah. But only if it's not available. Like the game is not available to attend. If it's available to attend and you've got an option to either go watch it live or watch it live at home, yeah. fair enough, pay. But we don't have another option. <laughs> so it, people are pissed off about yeah. it and I completely understand because I had to pay £14.95 to watch Sheffield United play Fulham and I'm not very happy about it. Well, it was a rubbish match. It was. It really was. <laughs> so the the thing that gets me is that if you're a top six club fan, you won't have to pay as often because they're more likely to be on TV yeah. on the broadcasting schedules compared to the likes of Sheffield United Fulham because they're not your typical Chelsea against a top six challenging Leicester sort of thing. They're not as appealing to other people, whereas a neutral would sit and watch Chelsea take on Leicester or Man City take on Liverpool or Arsenal take on Wolves or something like that. Like over Burnley taking on Brighton. Do you know what I mean? And not like it's it's not fair to have the them set up like this. It needs to be done in a fair way so that like you were saying, one game a season or something like that, or a set amount of games a season per club. So yeah. each team has five games of their season where it's a pay per view game, um and you can either watch it or not. Yeah, exactly. No. Totally agree. Like, because who's going to pay to watch Brighton take on Burnley? Other than the fans, of course, but I wouldn't, personally. Um, the only reason I pay for Sheffield United is to, to watch my team play. That's it. Yeah. So, uh, but let's talk actual football anyway, Matt. Let's let's um, let's get away from all the negatives and talk about some more negatives. So, <laughs> the biggest game of the weekend, the the biggest build-up was, of course, the Merseyside derby. Yes, Everton, top of the league, smashing it. Liverpool recovering from a seven-two loss. Everyone had Everton on this. Yeah. And then Pickford just sort of snapped Van Dyke in half. <laughs> um. Yeah. Understatement. He definitely got him. <laughs> just a graze. A little knock. A so he didn't get a red card for this, and a lot of people are, are kicking off by it. I just want your initial thoughts on it. Um, 
by God, it was a bad tackle, pretty much. Um, and the fact that they weren't able to go look back at it due to him, due to the offside and the build-up for that goal was ridiculous. What's the point of VAR? But it's it's the whole thing of the balls out of play, like the play didn't happen. I know, but I I get why he's not got the red card. I do think he did deserve a red card. Yeah, don't no. get me wrong. I know. I get. But it. I also I also understand why they've not given one because that play technically didn't happen no. because of him being offside. So it's that's why a lot of people are kicking off saying like he should. And Sky Sports I sent a notification before that he's not getting any punishment no, because VAR said it wasn't a red card. So <laughs> he just go. Just done, sorted. But there was also the the Richarlison tackle on Thiago, wasn't there? Yeah, that was straight red. Wait, yeah, wait. He did obviously get the red card for it, and he, he issued the apology. But then he showed, he put up a tweet shortly after putting up the apology tweet to yeah. Thiago with an, a picture. You know the emoji where you're sort of scratching your chin, like thinking, yeah, like hmm. He put up that emoji with a, a picture of the tackle. In which the stage of him pulling his leg out, yeah, <laughs> so he's gone down his shin at this point, and he's he's bent his leg away, yeah. and everyone went mental. Everyone were like, "What a knob! You won't put that up and all." <laughs> and he's deleted it since he deleted yeah. the tweet. But I was flicking through Twitter and I saw it. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like he's asking for fire. This is Liverpool. We're talking about like he's gonna get annihilated for this, and. It quite clearly did and yeah. took it down. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, that that was quite a quite a horrendous tackle as well. It was bad, mate. Very bad. Uh but Van Dyke out for seven or eight months, apparently. Uh, ACL. Yeah, it's a bad one. Mm. It's a bad one that obviously they're gonna be missing him for the season potentially here, and that's gonna have probably massive ramifications on their title because the whole issue, the whole reason why Liverpool weren't really challenging before the title was they got in Van Dyke, and also Allison yep. was a big part of that. And Allison's currently missing Adrian. Do you know how long Allison's out moment. for? Or not? No, I don't. Top of my head right now. I don't, yeah, I've not got a clue. I, I imagine it's not a season-long injury like Van Dyke's, but no, no, it'd be, it'd um, be made a bigger deal. But with Adrian in net yeah. and Matip and Gomez, his centre-back partnership, <sighs> definitely not as good as be. they were. No. No, all they're gonna have to go in in January and get someone. Hundred yeah, percent, absolutely. And unless Joe Gomez and Matip step up and and because they, 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 they haven't even got backup though. They haven't got a kid. No, or like no. Well, they, they probably have got kids that could fit in there. But and I think Fabinho could drop in there as well potentially. But potentially, yeah. And and Liverpool fans were slagging off Man City for having to do that with Fernandinho, but that's. Mm. Man City had Laporte out and yeah. they had to pull Fernandinho back. So Liverpool have now got Van Dijk out. So basically taste of their own medicine, really, isn't it? So let's see how they deal yeah, with well. it. <laughs> like they were they were slagging Man City off last season for having to do it, but now they've got to do it. So we'll see how that plays out for them. Uh, but I want to talk about Everton, Matt, Quite because well. let's talk about Everton. Hamish Rodriguez, what an amazing player he is for that Everton side. Well, we knew he capability and his qualities already before he made the move to Everton. Obviously, he was, wasn't really getting played, but he's getting played and he's doing well. Yeah. Ancel- it's like Ancelotti's dad. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, like Ancelotti just loves him so much. Yeah. And um, 
it just adds something that Everton have lacked for years. Like years. The thing that they bought Sigurdsson for. Yeah. And they bought um, what's Dutch lad called? Klaassen, is it? Uh, David Klaassen, yeah. Yeah. They bought, they bought all these number 10s and they were desperate for someone like James Rodriguez that could pick that pass, that could track back if needed and, and whatnot. Yeah. And they finally got got him. Fair enough, they weren't after him the entire time, but they finally got someone that is capable of doing that. Yeah. And pff, it just makes such a difference, especially for someone like Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. Well, Calvert-Lewin. Who is he? Who is this player? Do you know what's so funny? Everyone, everyone we've ever gone near and said, they're not cut out for it. No, no, I don't think it's been everyone. It's not far off, mate. Not far off. Whenever we have like a personal thing against someone where, yeah, we're not really seeing much of them. I don't think think they're going to be all like cut out for Premier League. Maybe he needs to step down a level. Yeah. He then goes and scores 50 goals a bloody season. Let's <laughs> well, get ahead of ourselves. He's not scored 50 goals this season. He's on track for it. He's on bloody track. It's mad. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He's doing incredibly well. Like, incredibly well. Yeah. Uh, but Everton as a whole are doing really well because they went down... They went 1-0 down, got 1-1, then went 2-1. Yeah. And then got 2-2. And then, obviously, the, the third went in that was offside. But they went down twice, like down a goal twice, and still held the nerve and pulled it back together to get it level again. And do you know what? Michael Keane, we've always sort of had a thing of him where he's hot and he's cold and he's, he's not really a presence. He's turned his game around. It's... Definitely stepping up. He's been. He's. I think he's got about three goals this season already for them. He's definitely yeah. got a few for them, and yeah, he's contributing. His defensive game seems to have stepped up a little bit more this season. But I think it's the fact that they're a better team now, and I think everyone's got that bit more yeah. confidence about them, a bit more swag about them, and it's everything's looking good for Everton at the moment. I can't remember who it was that was on Corecoms for the game, but they made a very good point in that. Pickford being Pickford, recent years he's so used to having to be required all the time, like to to pull off these saves, and he's constantly busy. Yeah. Now that the defense has sorted itself out, like you say, that they're a lot stronger and a lot more organized. Yeah, he's not as required, which is why he's made that Van Dyke tackle that we spoke about <laughs> before. Yeah, um, because when he is required, he's not ready for it, and he, he makes a rash decision. Yeah. And which makes total sense, to be fair, because Pickford has always been required to make the save constantly because Everton have always been on back foot quite often. Yeah. Um. So now that they're a bit more holding of the ball and the defence is a lot more sturdy and people can't get through as easily, when he's required for decisions, it can be a bit rash. I know we're obviously talking about Michael Keane, but the whole defence yeah. being sturdy reminded me of that with Pickford. Uh, but I thought that was a really interesting point that that is um, that he's a bit more shaken by the fact that he's not as required as much. Um, yeah, I'd go along with that. Yeah, good. But yeah, I was good. Um, <laughs> so what's um, what's going on with Liverpool? <laughs> like, well, definitely not the same over as they were last season. That's a given. Yeah, like, absolutely shell of them. Well, they seem to be a shell of themselves, but um, it's just weird because obviously there was such a dominant force last year, and 
well, the whole Premier League's backwards. Them getting conceding seven against Aston Villa, everything's just on its head, really. And well, mm-hmm. I like it. I'm happy. I I do love it. it. The league is literally open. Like Man City have not started well. Liverpool have not started well. Like it is open to anyone. I mean Villa. I know we'll get onto them shortly, but Villa, my God, different side completely. Well, they've got perfect um, Exactly. And I think it's the the pressure's been lifted off Liverpool quite heavily in the sense that they've won what they've needed to win. Yeah. And I think the fact that they won it so convincing in the last season, I, I don't know. I think I think they've relaxed. Not Not intentionally relaxed but in the head relaxed and like what we were saying before with the fans not being there and like you you quite rightly mentioned about the defense sort of switching off and the fans not being there to to yeah. push them back into it i think that's got a big big thing with liverpool because you know what anfield's like when yeah, it's, it's definitely a 12 13 from 14th man for that liverpool side yeah it's so. a cops on full voice it's a massive boost for liverpool and 100 percent, and they are missing that yeah. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. So I do, I do think that alongside um Allison being out as well and now obviously Van Dijk like that's an that's an added thing. Um but Adrian as we've spoke about in the past is not um the most ideal replacement is he? No. Nope, or backup. He's not a say. good backup. I did that's feel all. kind of sorry for him though against Villa because a lot of them were deflected but there was some questionable moments from him as well. Yeah. Like it shouldn't have been as bad as seven because of the horrific deflections, but some questionable decisions were made. Um, but we'll move on anyway to Everton again because right. I want to know honestly. Like this, this is not given how the season's gone so far, Matt. Anyone could do this, but right. could Everton actually win the league? No. Do you honestly not think? Not even remotely in the question. Okay. What are they to win the league on Skybet? I'm curious now. You brought this up on me. Because, Let's... let me just quickly justify why I'm saying it. Because they've got Carlo Ancelotti, who's a proven winner. He knows how to get teams to win things. Even teams that aren't built fully well, still needing adjustments and things like not, that. They're not a Leicester 3,000 to 1 to win it. <laughs> they won't make that mistake again. 23 to 1. 23 to 1, so they're not horrific odds. The fifth, fifth favourite to win the league. They're ahead of Man United yeah. and Arsenal. <laughs> that tells you everything. Wonder where Sheffield United are. Rock bottom. Mate, pound on Sheffield United where the money's at. One and a half grand. <laughs> Get a tenner on it. Um, so, yeah, hear me out. So, they got Carlo Ancelotti, who was a proven winner, like yeah, I say. He's, he's won leagues and he's won cups with teams that aren't even finished off yet. They still need that polishing touch in certain areas, yeah. which he's got with Everton at the minute. They've yeah, got yeah. a squad that can get goals, defend, etc. Might just need an extra player or two in certain areas. Okay, But they've already had an amazing start. Yeah, They've, they've got a point against the current champions. Yeah. And... I'd go as far to say as they could probably pick up some more against other bigger teams as well. To be fair, but give... the point against Liverpool, um, I know it was offside, but Hendo's goal should have counted. Like, 100%. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah, Hendo's goal should have counted, yeah. Well, but no, the, um... it was offside, but my God, it's ridiculous. That's me saying It's ridiculous. Anti-Liverpool. But... It is ridiculous. Like, if he had... Uh, a spot on his elbow. It must have been a bloody massive one. Because that's what's... I know. 
Idiot. <laughs> that's what's that's what's causing to be offside. It's a bloody joke. But yeah, it should. It's, Henderson's goal should have stood. But I know that's that's um, dealt with, and they've obviously managed to come out with this point. Yeah. But that puts them. How many points clear is it? A Liverpool alone. Oh, ahead of Liverpool, Everton ahead of Liverpool, which I, I think three points. The the two points clear. Oh yeah, no three points. Sorry, yeah, one, three points. Point I'm looking clear, at Villa. One point clear of Villa, I believe. Who have a game in hand? Yeah, because Everton have won four, drawn one. Villa have just won four flat. So yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the the three points clear already. If if Everton match Liverpool's results for the rest of the season. And also either draw against them or possibly even lose mm. against Liverpool when the next play, they'll finish above Liverpool. And if you're if we're saying like you finish above Liverpool, you win league, then <laughs> yeah. But Everton have got a match Liverpool result for result for that to happen. I don't see it. Who've Everton? Who've I don't Everton, know. Who've Everton played? So plus far? seven goal difference. Who've Everton played? Everton so far? have. Played. Liverpool is a Merseyside derby. It's a different sort of match. It isn't. So they played Liverpool. Yep. They've played Brighton. Yep, Carlo could beat them next. <laughs> they've played Palace. Same to take out Zaha. And they've played West Brom. Mate, they're not creme de la creme. They played one. They team are the winning the six. league. They played one team out of the top six and got a point off them yeah. so far. Yeah, but. What about Villa then? A Villa winning league because no. Villa have played Liverpool and got a seven-two win. Freak They've result. played. Yeah. They played Fulham and got a three-nil win. Yep, Carl could beat them. They've played Sheffield United and got a one-nil win. Carl would batter them. <laughs> Your reaction then? Oh, and they've played. Oh, they were meant to play Man United, weren't they? Or Man City. Yeah. So they're a game behind, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and then they obviously played Leicester and won 1 0. Leicester's a good result as well, to be fair. But Leicester, Leicester's missing Vardy, and Leicester probably should have won that game if they had someone who could finish. Leicester so, what we've won. essentially just worked out there is that Everton have a better chance. Uh, Leicester have a better chance of winning the league than Everton. No, Villa, sorry, have a better oh. chance of winning the league than Everton. Um. I'm saying that neither of them are going to win the league. <laughs> One of them is winning the league, Matt. They're not. One, this season, anything can happen. And Villa or Everton are winning the league. I'm, I'm back at Everton. I'm, I'm saying, saying that Everton right are doing now, it. Villa, neither, Villa or Everton will win the Premier League this season. <laughs> I've put Villa down for relegation, so I need to do some sort of justification. <laughs> oh, Everton are winning the league. They are, they well, are without doubt. Hmm. Winning it, uh, but we need to move away anyway because we spent half an hour talking about one game pretty much. Uh, so let's blast through some of these. So Chelsea Southampton three three. Timo Werner, mm. oh, he's looking saucy. Filth. Well, it's this is his first goal in the Premier League. To, well, first two goals I should say in the Premier League, but yeah, they were good. Like they were the, really the first good. where where he he, he, he got it, ran yeah, like mugged off all the edge of the box and then put it in. And then the second one, he flicks it up. Oh, God. It was good, mate. <laughs> and, and then he assisted for Havertz as well. Yep. Germany, so, Germany FC got three good goals here, so... Yeah. Quality stuff. Uh, but Southampton didn't lay down and let it happen. They they fought back. Um, Danny Ings, 
keeping up Standard. his uh, goal scoring yep, ability. But it's a shame he didn't go down and steal Walcott's goal on his return to Southampton. Well, he wasn't the last person to shoot in, mate, so shouldn't go down and steal I know, but just give it him, for God's sake. The man needs some sort of confidence boost. Uh, but Chelsea is still slacking in the goals department, uh, in the in the Defense. defending department. Yeah, they're letting in too many goals still for it to, for them to be considered a challenging team. Yeah. They're letting in far too many goals. No, absolutely. They're not definitely a complete package, but they've brought in a lot of players this season, so it'll take a while for them to all all click in and be perfect. To be honest, so yeah, yeah. At Man City Arsenal which is a bit of a dull one to be honest City got an early lead and kept a clean sheet yeah man that, that's it done and dusted Sterling scored off a well put into an empty net after a block shot and this that and the other and it was not special that's yeah that, that's essentially it yeah. Um, Newcastle v Man United 4-1, Man United, but they they really, really needed this result. Yeah, well, I think they're still about 14th in the league, mate, right now. So Yeah, exactly. Imagine well. if they lost this. Imagine. Teams. They'll be hovering over the relegation zone. They'll be right there yeah. with Jeff United. So They'd be on three points, which would put them... Two ahead of Jeff United. 17th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'd be 17th after five games. Oh, no, four games, Man United played, yeah, but play still... Yeah, still. Um, but the person who needed the most was Harry Maguire. That goal, <laughs> he yeah. needed that. No, it was... Well, yeah, he needs, he needs a bit of positivity in his life at the moment. And yeah. He's had a horrible... The team. He's had a rough ride recently. Obviously, we've missed that... a lot of it, but yeah, he's had a rough yeah. ride. Yeah. There's a whole Greece thing. I think we were touched touched on the Greece thing just as we were going into the into his oh. break that we had. Yeah. And then it's just got worse and worse and worse and worse. And then there was that international break that we just had. Yeah. With the red card for oh god, yeah. it just oh. Well, you've got to be by Denmark one nil. Yeah, he's literally become a meme, just a, just a walking <laughs> walking meme in football. Um, but he's he's got a goal and he's he's. That should give him a bit of a boost to sort of well, keep what, going. I'd, it's I'd what like he needs. It's what he needs. Yeah, because he is a good defender. We've all seen it. Like he's, he's not a... on his days, is a is a good, reliable defender. There's but... a reason, reason why they got eighty mil for him, Leicester. But well, to say United were forced to overpay for him because it was yeah. desperate. But he's definitely Man United still thought he was worth paying eighty mil for. So he's definitely got quality in him. Yeah. It's somewhere. It you is, just need to is. keep him. Yeah. <laughs> Very hidden at the minute. <laughs> Chef United Fulham. The game up here, 1495 to watch, and just disgusting. Revolting. We got extremely lucky with that VAR decision. The penalty right at the end. Well, not right at the end, but towards the later stage of the game. Um, I did think that. McBirdshite is the worst striker I think I've seen. <laughs> He's just. <laughs> He's got record, record-breaking deals for Ian Brewster and that big lolloping striker you've got still get to games. Do you know what? I, I give him time and time again. I gave him benefit of doubt, benefit of doubt. He had that game against Man problems, United. Really I know. He should have got more pay instead. I know. I know. But he wanted someone that was that could that was big and can command up front. And he doesn't even do that. He wins uh, a few headers oh, in there and they go he's, to opposition. He must be still waiting on him. I know, I. 
You better not oh, get out of retirement and bagging up top than Ollie McBurney. If you just want to pick up. Oh, you could have got Andy Carroll on a free or something. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, actually, just while she said free transfer, Danny Welbeck at Brighton. Good deal. Oh, I didn't even know that had happened. That is a good deal. Yeah. Good good little good little bit of business there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we're shit. We yeah. are literally shit. We're fucked. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm not even beating around Bush. We, this season, we are we are done. Like, we've got no Jack O'Connell for the season. Fleck is in and out with squad. Is O'Connell like, out for the season? O'Connell's out for the season. What He's having surgery on his knee. Oh, didn't even know, mate. What happened to him? In, in lockdown... So before we went into proper lockdown where football stopped, yeah. he got a knock. And yeah. Chris Wilder's playing it off like, oh, he's got a bit of a knock, etc. Didn't have that much left to go at season, so it weren't an issue. Done, sorted, back in next season. We had lockdown. He couldn't have his surgery. Yeah. So he's had to wait for his surgery. He's had his surgery now, but it's obviously recovery time. So, oh, Fair yeah. enough. So I mean, Ampadu in is a good, good little move, but didn't play. Um, uh, yeah, I just he's a fancy defender. Is I don't know if he's experienced enough for the Premier League and what you need as a centre half. I think the way that he plays for because he plays as holding midfield for Wales, and I think that is what Wilder's seen in him. He can defend and he can do it up front as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, not up front, but you know what I mean. He can he can move forwards with the attack. Which is what he needs in that that wide centre back that he's got. In like Jack O'Connell, you see him bombing down left wing. Yeah. That's what he wants. He wants because all our attacks coming from right hand side with Basham and Baldock, and then Sander Berger, who, who had a brilliant game by the way. I can't fault him. He was literally bombing down that right flank, and just just literally every time, every chance he got, getting it across. And McBirdshite thinks I led it straight into keeper's gloves, and it's terrible. just. Oh. So where do you think you need players then? Um. I think Bruce Strad's a spark that we've not had, even last season we didn't have. Do you know what? As much as I didn't rate the signing, I think Oliver Burke could not not do he's all right, he's a, a world of good, but he's he's got that he's got the legs to chase people down, which is what we need. Because I'm just um, going, I'm just going through the free agent list of players still available out there. I'm just trying to see if anyone would actually make your team better. Daniel Sturridge, <laughs> Shinji Kagawa's on there. He's only thirty-one. Yeah, but I don't. I don't need midfielders. I don't think we need strength in midfield. So where do you need strength? Up top or defence? I think we need another first team, experienced defender, mm. someone that's got Premier League experience. Mm. Um, someone like John Stones on loan would be incredible. You know. Uh, let's see. Is anyone really? I'm sure I saw someone before. Uh, I went. I went past him because he was rubbish. But he might do a job for you. <laughs> Charlie Daniels is out injured. He's free mm. agent. I'm sure. I'm sure I saw Adrian Mariapa or someone horrific who could probably improve your defence. I'm alright. He's like 38 in him. Mario Mandzukic is still a free agent. Can I have him up top rather than McBurney for one oh, season? Yes, please. Barini. He's a, he's a free agent still. Jack Wilshire. Pato. You, I've I've got a horrible feeling we're going to end up with Jack Wilshire. I think he'll end up at Rangers or Celtic. It's not a bad shout, to be fair. Balotelli. That's what Ooh, you need. Let's get him in. Imagine Wilder trying to sort out Balotelli. That'd yeah, be hilarious. He gave up on Ravel Morrison, so he's not going to get any joy with <laughs> Balotelli, is he? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're screwed this season. I mean, 
points where we can get points. I'd take a point. I'd rather three, but we went one behind and we pulled it back, so I'd take the point. Yeah, that was a game you had to be winning and you didn't win yeah, it. Yeah, we've got a tough run in as well. We've got Liverpool next. Like That's an easy three points for us, but after that... I know. Pfft. It should be, it should <laughs> be an easy three points. Rian Brewster at trick against Liverpool. <laughs> Is it Kieran Freeman money? Did he used to play for you? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, what? Do you want him back? He's on free agent list still. No, we we got we got wing backs in. We got Bogle and um, Max Law or whatever he's called. You know, you really like having a really fast centre back partnership. You know, you got Jags. Has he gone as well now? Have you released him? Jags is still there. He's still not. Mate, Ash, Ash, Ashley Williams is a free agent. You can have those two at centre halves. Rapid. Oh God. Rapid. Pure pace. Pure pace. Yeah, man. Um, but moving away from our terrible, terrible uh, team that we have at the minute, Palace Brighton. It was a sexual 1-1 draw. <laughs> it was re- really got the fluids pumping. Um, it was awful. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. It was, just, it was an expected result based on the club's ambitions yeah, for the season. Yeah, it wasn't great. Like, it's... They're going to both be realistic, let's say, mid-table sides. I don't think they're really going to struggle based on the starts that they've had. Uh, Brighton should have had more points than what they've got yeah. because some of the results haven't quite gone the way, but they've, the performance is there, so the points will come as long yeah. as they maintain that performance. Whereas so like Sheffield United, the performance is not there. <laughs> and the, the points won't come. No. So that's the difference. But I think mid-table for both of them, they'll be fine. Yeah, I'd go on with that, mate. And then the 100%ers, Aston Villa beating Leicester. Great goal by Ross Barkley. Oh, it was, wasn't it? What a a, um, relief Barkley is into that team. Um, You know, for Jack Grealish. Yeah, because to be fair, they've got a good... They had a good three with Grealish, um, McGinn, and Douglas Douglas Louise. Douglas Costa. Yeah, Louise. Louise, Costa's the winger. Um, but yeah, with Barkley in the round there as well, because who's a Villa actually brought in? Oh, yeah, they've got um, Ollie Watkins, haven't they? Got a trick against Liverpool, and they've got um, oh, what's his name? The keeper from Arsenal, oh, Emilio Martinez. Yeah, he, what he, a sign! He had a good game, he, he had what, a really yeah. good game against Leicester. He's a great, he's cracking sign. Watkins. Is a great signing. Like mm-hmm. pretty much kept extra out of liquidation as well. That, that all that signing going through and yeah. <laughs> what did we work out? It was it was something like three and a half, five million. Wasn't about, it? I think it was about four million. Got uh, Exeter. Yeah, ridiculous. But ridiculous. Yeah, they've done some good signings, Villa. They'll a decent side. Like they'll be safe by Christmas to keep this up. Hundred percent. Well, they're at hundred percent. So yeah. if they, if they keep it up, they'll win the league. Uh, but realistically, though, I know I know we joked before about saying they could win the league. You and joked. <laughs> I did we, not agree man. to that at all. This is a collective. Well, me saying um, so, no is not a collective. <laughs> so realistically, yeah. What are Aston Villa's ambitions for this season? Do you think it's just a let's see where we end up, let's keep going? Seventeenth. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> no, no. They started very well. They played no one really. Obviously, I know Liverpool, but I feel it's a bit of a freak result. They'll still be and happy. Leicester. Yeah, well, Leicester was actually a really good result. But yeah, I still think they'll be over the move. They finish 17th. See, I think they want to be pushing that mid table minimum. With this start, I think yeah. beginning of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they've said we need to stay safe. Let's get one to get the second season out where let's stay safe and then build on that. Okay. But I think because of this start, they've now looked at it and said, right, we need mid table, no less than mid table. Yeah, I, I still think they'd be happy to take 17th and they can start. So they need to just reestablish themselves as a Premier League club. Obviously, yeah. finishing mid table would help, obviously, do that. But yeah, I'd have them. They'd be happy with 17th, that team. Yeah. Uh, Spurs, West Ham. Jesus Christ. Firstly, let's just get this one out of the way, Matt. What a bloody cracking goal from Lanzini. It's got better. It is insane. Yeah, it was great. He cut, cuts across it and smashes it into the top right. I think um, Lloris does get a slight hand to it, but no keeper stopping that. Nah, that that was like pinpoint. Yeah, was like, pff, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. what a goal. I, someone, um, have you seen the thing that Declan Rice re- retweeted? Mm, oh, about um, the Tottenham, the fan said, oh, look, Bale's coming on for us. And oh, West Ham, Lanzini's coming on for them. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah, and then Declan that. Rice saying that aged well. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was brilliant. Um, but it is—I know we just joked about it, but it is good to see Bale back playing for Spurs. Have like he, 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 he that were a good through, little move. That he, he cut through and just put it wide. It was daft. Yeah. But no, it was. We thought I'm, that was I'm, the I'm move. glad to see Bale back in the Premier League. Well yeah. happy. Well happy. Yeah, hundred percent. Like he's not he's not fully fit yet. I don't think I think he still needs a bit more time yeah. to sort of bed in a bit and get his fitness back up. And once he is fully fit, he's gonna be that, Matt, just a front three of Harry Kane, Son and Bale. It's just Whoa. filth in it. Just filth. Like that gets the juices pumping. Yeah. And they've got Liverpool fans all over Firmino, Salah and Mane and Bale, Kane yeah. and Son. Look at all the top oh. top teams as front three though. So we've got Aguero when he's fit, Sterling and um Yep. Would you say Mares would be the, the Bernardo Silva like, for me personally? Yeah, Bernardo Mahrez, Silva. Though. Yeah. Personally. Um so so that's their three. We've got Mane, Salah, Firmino. Yeah. We've got um Werner, Havertz and would you say no, not maybe not Havertz. Werner, Pulisic. Yeah. And who's the other winger that they've got? Werner Pulisic and no, it's not really Hudson Odoi though, is it? I can't think who Chelsea play out. Oh, Ziyech. Ziyech is barely. Would it be? Nah, well, Ziyech is. I think Ziyech made his debut in the last match. They don't. They don't really play a front three anymore, though, do they? They play Werner up top on his Todd, and then have three in behind, don't they? Yeah, four-two-three-one with three central attacking midfielders all floating around each other. Yeah, so I guess you can't really include Chelsea in this talk, but oh no! But let's okay. say let's Werner, say Werner yeah. Pulisic and Havertz, yeah, yeah. as as the, like their three, and then we've got for Spurs Bale, Kane, Son. Like, the front threes are just a joke yeah. in Premier League, like an actual joke. And we've got McBirdshite <sighs> and McGoldrout. <laughs> Whoa! Second top goal scorer for you, mate. Take that back. <laughs> Joint, joint top. Sorry, sorry, joint top with OAPFC, Billy Sharp up top as well. (laughs) OAPFC. Oh, God. You guys are in trouble. (laughs) We're in so much shit. Honestly, we're in so much shit. You know what? You guys will be buying Manzook. Just bring your average age down. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, we're in a bad way. We're in such a bad way. Do you know what's, what's really doing Maiden as well? Oliver Norwood is playing possibly the worst football of his career right now as well, and that's just really fair, not mate, helping. He had a spell at Carlisle, so... Did he? Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Get rid of him, sharpish. Um... But yeah, what let's let's talk about Harry Kane for a minute because there's been a lot of talk with him and his newfound role that he's got. Yeah. That assist for Son's opening goal well, mate, like, so early on. Yeah, well that and where he was, he absolutely mugged off Declan Rice, megged him, that nutmeg. slotted it from outside the box. He should have got his hat trick as well. When he oh the left foot! Yeah, oh, whipped God, it round. What an effort. It would have um, been a perfect hat trick. It would have genuinely been. Yeah, Because he did right foot with nutmeg, header, and then left foot cross. to the post. Yeah, man. Would have oh. been perfect actor. In Harry Kane, absolute class. So he he looks game. next level. Like, he's really... I don't know what Mourinho's done with him, but he he's looks to have taken he, he stepped, that next he, step. He stepped away from being just an out-and-out goal scorer. He's got netting 25-30 a season. He's adding more to his game. Like, yeah. He's probably the most complete striker in world football. Because I don't think even Lewandowski... Provides as much for Dortmund um, for Bayern. No. Can say you you'll have ruffled some feathers then saying Dortmund. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> <old team. laughs> um, But yeah, it's it's mad. It's working wonders for him though. And if Southgate can implement that into the England squad, what you'd have Harry you'd have Harry Kane off the striker for England. I don't know. He was up top. I don't know. He would be striker. Calvert Lewin oh, at this yeah. rate, mate. At this rate, yeah. yeah. Calvert Lewin, Sterling, and Sancho. I don't know. Like, if he can somehow fit it into that England team, it could work wonders. Could I don't know. Like, we'd, we'd have to see how. how Kane... which we start. Uh, should I stay or should I go again for this season? It has to be reset. Oh God, yeah. We had completely a, we, reset. We had no. We had a squad to go. Yeah, but obviously he's being put back a whole year. I know who's going up top. I hundred percent know who's up top on that. Even in starting lineup, on, it is Calvert Lewin. I can't. Oh, we can't argue Calvert Lewin right now. We no, can't. It's not possible no, as much as we want to. Just yeah, for no. banter. Nah, Calvert Lewin <laughs> would be up top for England right now. What? Well, oh my God, Danny Ings and Kane. Let's put. Oh, let's do what we get it on votes. We'll sort it out for next week. Yeah, we'll start it back up next week. And we'll. What, are you we'll gonna have a get... vote? Kane versus Ings versus. No, 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 no. That. Danny Ings against Calvert Lewin. Cal- That's what we're gonna do. Calvert Lewin's gonna win, but Ings should still be in the squads. <laughs> Yeah, but he might get another chance. <laughs> he has to prove himself to us, Matt. This ain't just a you get get, get put in because you're scored, playing good. He scored an overhead kick for England last week, a week before. I know he did. I know he did. It was but, rather sexual, wasn't it? Was it was better than Lewin's <laughs> goal. What's Lewin done for England? Wasn't it? Didn't score an overhead kick. Yeah, but he used to play for Sheffield United, so he gets free pass. <laughs> we'll take him back now. <laughs> Bye back. <laughs> if only. Oh, God, that would have been incredible. Um, so. We talked about Kane. Um, so Monday night football. Okay. Um, as we're recording, it is currently seventeen forty-two. Mm-hmm. So West Brom Burnley have just kicked off. I do believe. Um, oh, so what? what <laughs> Did he realise? I believe so. I thought they were kicked off at half five. I think. On a Monday. Um, on a Monday. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Uh, so what, what's your prediction time. for that game? Well, I'm going to predict after twelve minutes it's going to be nil nil. Yeah, that's my bet. You'd be right. My bet. Um, uh, West Brom Burnley. 
uh, draw or Burnley nick it one nil. I don't see this being a goal fest. Say that's not going to be free all. But <laughs> no, I've got now uh, Burnley. God, yeah, Burnley one nil. That's a stretch. I I think a, a narrow Burnley win. I'd I'd go along with that one nil that you've just yeah. said. Uh, what about Leeds Wolves? They're the game at eight o'clock. It's a good one. That is a good game. I think one all. <laughs> I think no. I think <coughs> I think Wolves might just have a little too much for Leeds. You think? Yeah. Wolves. Two one. Two one. Two, uh, one not one. too far off. Then I'm saying one one. You're saying two one. Yeah. Fair play. Away double. Um, and then. And then we're going back to what we used to do, Matt, where we used to lose money every single bloody week. Yeah. We're going to do a better week. We're going to see if, if lockdown and COVID has helped improve this situation for us. Yeah, we've, been out, we've been out of football for five weeks, so we might actually have a chance this week of getting a bet right. I know. We're, doing it, we're winging a bet. We're not trying to actually be logic. Yeah, we're just winging it. Uh, <laughs> so what, what have we gone with, Matt? Tell the um, listeners what we've gone with. I believe week. it was over nine corners in both of tonight's matches. Yeah, I so I mean, it, it could it could do anything, and just because we've been on for a while, I'll quickly explain how the bet of the week works. So what we do: start off with a pound, right? We put a pound on a bet of our choice, whatever we want. It could be anything. Um, like Matt says, <gasps> over nine it's corners. Been in both corner. games. It's already been one corner. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> so it returns how much, Matt? What's the return? One pound ninety-one. I believe. pound ninety one. So there we go. So we get pound ninety one back. And what happens with that is we then take that pound ninety one, if we win, obviously, into the next bet of the week. So we instead of putting a pound on, we put all the winnings on. So we put one pound ninety one on. So it keeps rolling over and rolling over and rolling over. Um feel free to suggest us any bets that you think could be good. We need the help. Um Yeah, we do, because we're really bad at this. Um I think we've only ever won two, but we've never won back to back, have we? No, and we've always gone. I think I think we had the spell where we were doing really safe bets, which weren't coming yeah. in. Then we're going and then we were doing bets. ludicrous <laughs> bets. It's like they never came. I think to fair, they came. They were closer, but still didn't yeah. come in. Then yeah, but the odd one to <laughs> scrape over the line for like a massive twenty p profit. Then we lost it the week after. <laughs> Yeah, it's, we've never been able to get a chain of it. So that's our aim. Between now and Christmas, we need to have a target of winning at least three in a row. Yeah? Three in a row? So we've, we've never even done three two in a row, row, mate. I know, so let's go above and beyond. <laughs> well, next week I'm betting on Carlisle to win then, because that is a cert. Oh, oh, I knew you were going to try and mention Carlisle's form somehow. I knew. <laughs> He's mad. You never seen fifth for about six years. <laughs> You've always been looking up. <laughs> still are um, a little bit. We're looking up for promotion. <laughs> what we're doing right now. Beat Barrett, Cumbrian Derby as well. Just got to get that out there. Beat them in the Cumbrian Derby. Barry. 1-0. Battered them. That, we that's because they're in tier three. <laughs> they're in tier four, mate, technically. Are they? Oh, God. Yeah, so oh, Carlisle. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Um... So that's everything from us this week. We've we've yeah. gone through as better the week. So hopefully we win it. Fingers crossed. Uh, it is good to be back. I mean, do bear with us. It might take us a couple of weeks to get back into the the real knowing that, debates. Knowing that someone scored four goals this season straight off the bat, it's like has he scored four goals this season? Yeah, like we're, we're questioning stuff. So give give us a few weeks, and we'll 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 be back to it. Like we're. we're 
we're getting there. It's <laughs> a lot to catch up on. Um, so thank you very much if you have listened to this full episode because I know we sort of abandoned you all. So thank you very much if you have tuned in. Aye. Um, we shall be back again next week. Uh, Matt, I'm going to change up how we do the socials a bit because I feel like it took up a bit too much time. I just want to slap it out there. So oh, where can the fans? Oh. Where can they find us on social media, Matt? How? At Footy Foundry, Footy Foundry on Facebook and Twitter. Boom. Uh, be sure to check out his partners as well. At BGNFM, beautiful gaming network and something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And a huge thank you to our sponsors, Roughnake Scarves. Official scarf supplier, the MLS USL US Soccer. Get yourself a customer scarf at rustlessscarves.com. I took that one from you, Matt. Sorry. Um... Yeah, roughnightscarves.com. Um, so, yeah, once again, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back to regular Monday uploads. Um, this episode should be out soon. <laughs> I don't I don't know what time. I've not edited a podcast for quite a while, so well, might well, be a little rusty. Well, all you need to do is say this podcast will be out now for so when people do listen to it. I love it's it. for them. I love it. So if you are listening to this podcast, it is out currently. Yeah. If you're not listening to this podcast, we don't care about you because you're not listening to our podcast. Yeah. Better. So whoever's yeah. listening to this right now is our most important listener, and we're grateful that you listen to us right and now, this second. Also, yeah. also, if you're on the bus, unplug your earphones and let everyone else listen to it. Yeah, they might get people leaving the bus. Yeah, but they can't leave mid-travel. They've got to push the bell. Mate, they may pull that. They might use the glass hammers and jump out. <laughs> Especially when you mentioned Carlisle. Uh, <laughs> they only got 55 minutes in. I, mentioned <laughs> it like, I nearly mentioned it in the Everton, to be fair, but I restrained myself. <laughs> well, would you like to say goodbye, Matt? Goodbye, Matt. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't trip up then to give you something else to say where you're like, oh, uh, goodbye, Matt, and thank you for listening to something stupid. <laughs> yeah. Because you used to do that to me all the time. Uh, but thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we'll be back again, believe it or not, next week. My brain just went into utter meltdown then. Wow. I didn't know because <laughs> I didn't know when to do the social. I didn't know any. I just, it all just went. It used to be so smooth and fluent, and I'm just like, what? You were, you were a mate. Just mix it up. Yeah. Mix it just, up. just do whatever happens. <laughs> Not scripted. Just do it. <laughs>